Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OP is OP, the podcast where we go through the One Piece universe front to back. I, as always, am the super rookie, Lafun the Third, also known as Jacob, to my co-host and super veteran, Strong Right Justin. Yo, what's up, everyone? Today, we are discussing episode of Chopper. That is not the full title, because I honestly kind of forgot it, and I did not say, write it Say down. the full title. <laughs> you want me to say the title? Yes, please. Did you write it okay. Down? Uh, episode of Chopper Plus, Bloom in the Winter, Miracle Sakura. Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> episode of Chopper Plus. Can't forget. Yeah, we're just going to call it Episode of Chopper, if you guys don't mind. <laughs> um, I also want to st- start off by saying, because of this movie existing as a proper adaptation, the last episode of Arabasta, the last movie, gets a- an extra point off. Because <laughs> now has even less reason to exist, because this is a proper adaptation, yeah, whereas the last one was nice. completely butchered. Because before, I gave it a four because it was inoffensive. Now it's like now it's kind of offensive because it's just it's just aged poorly within one movie. So now it's a three in my book. Yes, worse than Chopper's Kingdom. Um, but yeah, I already said it. But yeah, this is a proper adaptation. Holy shit! What a difference night and day, huh? One hundred percent. This is how you do it. This movie completely got where you needed to trim the fat and what you needed to leave in and where to let the moments sit. And even then, the stuff they do trim is still like, eh, I don't know. But it's also like, well, it makes it more fun for discussion rather than like, I can't believe they cut out the casino scene. Sorry, we're probably going to be shitting on our episode of Harabasta in this episode too. <laughs> but yeah, so immediately the diff- immediate differences, right? We have a two-hour runtime for a 25-chapter arc instead of a 90-minute runtime for a 63-chapter arc. So immediately... You let it breathe. You can let it pace out properly. And the stuff that you can cut or you can add, it really depends on what theme you're going for, right? What kind of tone you're going for. And that's what this movie does. It, it, it aims to make it much, much more centered around Chopper, even than in the original manga, right? Because in the original manga, it was in the middle of the desperate sail towards Arabasta. So, like, oh, we're, we're trying to heal Nami, but we're also need to go fast. Oh, we also have the story about this doctor here. Let's pick him up, right? This movie is like, no, we're... it's. Nami is sick still. We're trying to get her fixed. We're trying to get her healed. But also, hey, Chopper's here. This movie is all about Chopper, and it's beautifully well done. Um, not gonna lie, I had a little bit of emotion here and there. I'd be just like, oh, you did so well <laughs> oh, done. Really? Yeah. There's a um, there's a scene where Chopper's first being introduced to Hiraluk, and when they're <laughs> when they're getting to know each other, and then I forget what he says, but it makes Chopper laugh, and I'm just like, oh, stop my heart. I can only handle so much because he was going through so much pain in the previous scene. But yeah, sorry. Um, also, just the overall quality of this movie compared to the last two movies, actually. It was almost on par with movie six. I don't want to say it is, though, because movie six, it definitely handled the animation, the movement a lot better, like throughout the yeah. movie. This one, you still have those slow moments in between, especially the background characters where... Not like, sorry, not like background secondary characters, but like actual, if you're in the background of the scene, your quality is still dog shit. But hey, at least the color palettes are really bright and vibrant. And the, the characters look really good too. Like the character models I liked. Yeah. Uh, when they're, again, when they're up close to the camera, when you, there's a certain distance from the camera, once they get further away, then it's like, oh, you look like stick figures or, you know, or you just look like your blobs or color palettes from a paintbrush. Um, so we get that still in this movie. But, hey, again, it's much better than the last two movies, so that's a huge upgrade for me. I, I did distinctly get the impression that this movie was trying to look like movie six just a little bit. I did, I saw that, too. My main thing was just the color palette, right? 
where everything is so bright and colorful and there's the also line like lack work of as well seems really the line work to yeah me. lack of detail in the clothes right yeah where exactly it's, it's less about the characters looking really cool when they're standing standing still but it's more about how fluid they look in the action yeah and, and they look good standing still <laughs> they look good as long as they're close to the camera <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but other than that yeah um so it's like a discount movie six in sort of animation quality but discount movie six is still much better than seven and eight so I'll gladly take that. Um, I believe it's not directed by Hosoda as well. So it's like a you know an emulation of that style. Um, Maybe it has some of the same team. I would assume so. A, a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, but like without his guidance, right? Without his oversight. Yeah. Um. So an overall production. Also, the music was really good too. They really knew when to kick in that solemn music of like during those really heartfelt moments, and when to kick it up when the climax is going in. So that was a nice near condition I noticed too. Um, I think that's it for like the production phase because honestly, yeah, it's just a solid overall production movie. And if you, yeah, if, unless you want to draw attention to that one god awful scene that is the reminiscent of a PS2 cutscene more than movie six, which is just <sighs> remind big, me exactly what what that was the the avalanche. Oh my uh... god! <laughs> I I was like I was kind of looking away momentarily for a second, and then I saw like those horrendous three D models on the screen, and my eyes snapped over. I went, "What the fuck was that?" Rewind and it's oh al- no! It's always Japan and computer animation, man. It's just it's it really difficult. Not. It's like yeah. twenty seconds, thirty seconds maybe of the movie that just looks awful. Hey, at, at least it's not movie four, right? <laughs> movie four's introduction where that was a PS1 cutscene. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that now. Thanks for the reminder. But yeah. Luckily, though, the CG is not... Um... It just seems so unnecessary, like having them run across the screen like that. You could, you know, you could have had a shot of their faces, continue the conversation yeah. while they run, like I wonder in the if anime. Yeah, I wonder if it's like a budget concern, too, because I noticed, now that you mentioned that scene, That's they true. did It's actually flip-flop. faster. Yeah, they flip flop in between two D and three D. Like the the parts I remember is the whole sequence where they're fighting the the lopins, the rabbits, and when they're like far away from the camera and they're running, they are three D models. I do remember that now that you mentioned it. And yeah, they didn't look that great, but but the particular avalanche was. There was one scene when they were close up to three D models, and that one was a big yikes. It reminded me actually a little bit of Battle of Gods, Dragon Ball Z. During that first, the the beginning of Goku and uh, Beerus' fight sequence, where that yeah. was CG. It yeah. reminded me a bit of that, but even that didn't look good either. And that was like, what, 10 years later? So, again, just CG with 2D just, animation, yeah. it's it's rough sometimes. And it this is one, getting better. I'll admit that. Lately. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because at least the frame rate's solid, rather than like, again, Dead an Adventure, where it was like, what, like, five frames a second when you saw that cutscene going on you're just like ooh, that's being generous as well yeah but hey that's like one na- <laughs> negative in the animation like 10 to 20 right frames <laughs> something like that um but yeah so i guess if you've seen the anime you read the manga we're basically getting the exact same thing because again it's an adaptation so it would be like the last episode we're covering mostly the differences rather than like um exactly one for one details because i think we did a pretty good job covering drum island on our own podcast actually you should go check it out op's op drum island episode um self-plug self-plug nailed it so just differences so immediately right off the bat is oh this is a weird what if we have robin frankie and the thousand sunny 
<laughs> instead of Vivi and Carew. I also, I do really like that the movie just actually acknowledges that this is a what if scenario. Like there's what on the screen and then like if, like what yeah, if. Yeah, literally, yeah, literally the first scene of this movie. It's it it actually made me excited. I was like, oh, sweet. It's and what then, if. But at the end of the day, it doesn't change much at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. I honestly think that what if was an overhyped moment because like I got excited too. But the end of the movie, it's like, oh, this is just for marketing purposes. I can you... I can summarize all the differences in like two sentences. Really, Robin takes the place of Vivi, and mm-hmm. Frankie is with Zorro, and that's uh, and basically... Wobble has a brother. That's it. I would I would say yeah. So we'll get to Wobble's brother in a second. But yeah, the whole section with the Robin and Frankie scenes, they honestly were not necessary for the movie at all. Like again, because you said Robin takes Vivi's place, so I guess you could argue that's necessary for the sake of being consistent. But it takes away all those Vivi scenes where she's starting to get a little bit of development be- right before Aravasta, right? Where she's showing off how you know dedicated she is to trying to take care of her people by sh- by seeing the care that uh, Dalton has towards his people of Drum Island. Also, like, calling out Luffy, for example, at the very beginning when they're trying to ask for a doctor. Because I remember she was, like, she was, like, scolding him, like, what are you doing? You need to be respectful of these people. They've been through some really tough shit. And here you are with the pirate flag, Jolly Roger, going, hey, we demand a doctor. It was a nice little moment for yeah. self-reflection for Luffy. That's completely gone. Instead, we get, like, Luffy straight out the gate, right? Like, going on his knees and begging for a doctor, which is still a nice character moment, but yeah, again, this is the what it's an right? older Luffy, it's after and he's lobby, clearly. Yeah, so I guess the theoretical what if is, we didn't get Drum Island at all, but we still went to Arabasta, we still had the Vivi story, we then went to Water 7, we still had Eni's lobby, and then we got to Drum Island, because Robbins calls pe- characters by their names in this movie, she doesn't call them like Navigator or Captain, she actually calls them Nami, Luffy. So that's definitely after Eni's lobby. Plus, Frankie and a thousand sun are there, right? So, yeah. that too. It's weird to imagine all that happening without Chopper, though. Yeah, that's the weird what if. Because I remember distinctively there was a scene in Eni's lobby where it was during the Nami Khalifa fight. Is that her name? Um, and then Nami's having a hard time, and then Chopper busts through the ceiling with his Hulk form. And everyone's going, What the fuck? And then, you know, helps turn the tide of the fight temporarily. So again, just I mean, who imagine Kumadori, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's just, <laughs> he's just there minding his own business. Um, but yeah, they didn't really add too much to the movie uh, except for I will admit one very entertaining scene, or sorry, two with Frankie because one I just love Frankie and I missed him. I'm glad he's finally in the movie. Same. <laughs> um, he's in a submarine with Zoro on the Thousand Sunny and then <laughs> Zoro's like I got lost on our own ship. And I'm thinking, like, I wait, like that moment too. I, I like the joke, but I'm also like, you wouldn't explore the ship a bit more? Like, did you guys I just, literally... I assume this is right after Andy's love. That's all I was saying, yeah. Like, it's a brand new ship. literally just got the ship. You just that's, spent that's any time my headcanon for this what if. <laughs> yeah, he spent all the time just finding a space to work out, like, at the beginning of the movie, and then that was it. He never moved from that spot. Um, <laughs> but I did like the chemistry Zoro and Frankie had, because we didn't interact too much in the core series, I don't think. Like, not one-on-one. But in this case, we just have, like, you know, Zora just straight up just being himself and Frankie as the newest straw hat. Just going, like, you get lost on your own ship? And he goes, I just need a place to sleep, dude. I'm sorry. And then the second scene was 
I'll admit the it's a very small action sequence, like a filler action sequence with Zoro and Frankie taking up apart Wapple's fleet that's docked at the that's docked nearby. And there's this part where Frankie is strong riding through three ships and pulling them back at the same time. I had my cyborg like fanboy moment going, Oh, that's so sick. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, I, I like seeing Frankie react to uh Wobble, oh, the ship, ship yeah. transformation too. Yeah, the the submarine like massive ship, and it's like, oh, that's so fucking cool. I want. Yeah, it's not often that Frankie gets to see someone else's robots, you know. And I, so that was yeah, cool. and I and I honestly think that was why they checked out the ship. Right, it wasn't because they thought they were enemy pirates. It's because Frankie saw a cool ass ship and wanted to check it out, and then they were hostile. So <laughs> that was a nice little convenience there. Um, for the oh, the, a small little thing too. They have snowmobiles instead of like the. All the everyone having like hippo mounts or whatever. Yeah. They all have these convenient snowmobiles that can climb up like steep, uh, draw island mountains and it's whatever. It's for the sake of characters getting around faster, I guess. But again, it didn't really add too much anything to the plot. Not that I think of anyway. No, not really. Not really. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So Frankie, Robin. Oh, there was a weird change that they had where I loved it originally, and this one it didn't hit nearly as hard. Where, you know, in, orig- in the original series, Vivi was slapping the shit out of Usopp to waking him up, and then he's, like, covered in bruises. And then Zoro recognized it because of his nose. And the movie, because Zoro is with Frankie, Dalton is the one to recognize Us- Usopp via the nose. And I'm thinking, yeah. would Dalton really pick up on that? That's what I was thinking. I was like, he just met this guy, like, a couple, like, an hour ago, two hours ago, tops. Yeah, and also, it, it was, like, I think, like, a five-second, ten-second sequence, and I'm just like, it didn't need to be that long. I was thinking, like, three seconds, where you, like, quick cut between the nose and the person looking but again whatever it just wasn't as funny as i thought in the movie that's like the one of the few negatives i i agree the original was better yeah it's, again it's like the advantage of the manga where it's like you can imagine the pacing in your own head exactly how fast it happens and then this adaptation yeah, it was a bit too slow and plus oh now that we're talking about him dalton was done dirty um i know he's Fact. I, I know he's a side character even within the arc but he was he is the future leader of Drum Island, and he had some build-up. He had some character. I, I was actually kind of thinking this, too. But also, mm-hmm. I, in the end, I feel like it's okay to cut that Again, in yeah. favor of giving more chopper time, because that's what this movie's about. Yeah, exactly. So this is where we're... Now we're into the territory now where it's like, okay, change is made because you're going for a tone rather than like just for marketing purposes, like with Frankie and Robin being there. Um, in this case, it's like, okay, we have a lot less attention to Dalton. Like, you don't even see him use his powers, by the way. He just looks like a, a really strong commander. Even when he's temporarily wrestling Chopper in the flashback, he doesn't even use his, uh, his bull form. He just, he's just a big dude. Um, again, that's fine, though, because we're focusing more on Chopper. I still follow bad for him, but I also think they downplayed him because he was also a direct connection with Vivi. And again, they're just trying to make it like, as little connection to that as possible, so they yeah. try to just put him on the back burner a bit. It's a shame, um, you know? I do like Dalton. Uh, what I is. didn't miss, and I'm glad to cut down on, was Wapol's officers. Uh, I think they were Chess and... Uh, Marimo. I was, yeah. Even, I remember looking back on this, I was not a fan of them originally. They were just whatever. They were background characters. Um, yeah. And they were there in this movie, but they got replaced both action-wise and purpose-wise by Mushroom who is the movie OC, and I think was actually a really good addition for the sake of, like, action and for the sake of... Yeah, uh, the fight was really so- cool. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Although it was questionable because the way he fought reminded me a, wh- a bit too much of Dragon Ball Z a little bit. I don't know if you caught that on too, where you had like instant transmission sound effects. You had like right. the the key blast like mayhem movements where he's just blasting him. And it's like, wait, aren't you like mushroom powered? How can yeah. you have a what's this Gurn Lagan drill hand thing you got? What the hell is going on? Uh, something's <laughs> I'm guessing it's tools. I was like, that's a mushroom? Them. <laughs> exactly. I, I, um, if it was using tools, it was very hard to distinguish what was the devil fruit and what was exactly. Nice. It was happening so fast because, again, it's that animation style and also the good pacing of it. It was hard to tell if he was like pulling out the drill and using it, or if he was actually turning his hand into a drill, and it was like some unknown form of hockey yeah. we don't know about. Yeah, in motion, it looks a little abstract. The art style, and in this case, because the action was actually pretty solid, I just go, you know what. Fuck it. It's a shonen movie. Yeah, <laughs> it looks, it looks pretty good. Overall, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, and it's fun to see a movie character put your uh, your main protagonist, Luffy, on the back foot for like the first portion of the fight, and they get absolutely walloped once your main character just actually tries, finally. <laughs> um, it's a little trope I both dislike and like with shonen movies, where it's like, all the I'm thinking of like Dragon Ball Z movies, but I know other series two do it too like bleach and naruto it's just a show trope in general yeah where they fight in their base form yeah they fight in their base form for way too long but it's like wait you have these transformations why don't you do them but i also remember that early one piece when luffy had the gear systems he only could stay in them for a limited time right gear two gear three when he first got them if he stayed in them for way too long he suffered horrible side effects so it makes more sense he didn't use them right away in the one piece um universe Similar to, like, if you're watching the Dragon Ball Z movies, like, why doesn't Goku just use Kaioken the whole time? Yeah. And it's like, well, because it physically hurts him, so you can't. Um, But yeah, Mushroom, I thought, was actually decent, because not only was he, like, a shonen antagonist, like, to, for Luffy to fight, but he also added some some extra side story, like, background to Drum Island, where it didn't really quite need it, but I thought it was a little interesting, yeah. where Mushroom was the original heir to Drum Island, but because he was so fucked up and almost killed the island with his mushroom powers, his spore effects that poison people, they exiled him. And so when Wapo fled from Blackbeard, he got his brother to help him with the Iron Fist rule when coming back to Drum Island. And their their uh, chemistry was a little interesting because it was just like big brother, little brother shit. Because uh-huh. like, Wapo looked even more pathetic than he was before, but I kind of liked that. Because let's be honest, it's fun as shitting on Wapo. Yeah. Um, and then Mushroom just comes in just going like, yeah, I was the original guy. I'm really cool. Call me Big Bro, man. What's wrong? Why'd you call me Big Bro? And I'm just like, he's just been embarrassing him the whole time. It got a little old, but they stopped doing it right when it got old. So yeah, it worked yeah. out in the end. Um, But yeah, those action sequences were pretty damn good. But I want to say that the movie did something that I was waiting for with Chopper's Kingdom that I didn't get. We kind of got it with Sacred Sword, but that's a terrible movie, so it doesn't count. Is the character that the movie is focusing on does the final blow to the main antagonist, and it felt so yeah. fucking good. Um, where Mushroom is defeated by Luffy, right? But Mushroom is still not the main antagonist. He's the helping hand. Wapple is still the main baddie. Wapple now with a little bit of creativity he eats the main canon that was like a big thing even in the original series although that was more for a comedic effect for in the manga in the movie he actually eats the canon and his brother 
which is incredibly yeah I, I totally expected that did you i didn't expect him to eat his brother no really <laughs> i expected him to eat the cannon but not the brother <laughs> i totally expected him to eat his brother uh because like in the it, original version he ate chess and marimo right is what he did did he but I they weren't like around at all so i'm like okay so he's gonna eat his brother instead i don't remember that at all i really don't because i remember him going skinny at one point but because i thought that well was because... he, oh, he ate them and com- he combined them together and then he turned skinny from that okay i thought he was defeated and then he like threw up something no, the, skinny, like the skinny was like a totally different thing <laughs> okay okay <laughs> totally okay. separate um but yeah he ate his brother and the cannon and then we're in that room luffy's nowhere to be found he's still at the bottom with uh Mush, well, where Mushroom was, and we get uh, Chopper stepping up to the plate, and at first he's beaten back, right? Like he's like going, "Oh, you're just a stupid ass ranger, you can't do shit." Chopper eats the rumble ball, like don't get me out yet, and then it, they don't, don't we don't, yeah, we don't get the explanation of like what exactly he does. He doesn't do all the forms, but he does just enough for the movie, right? Where yeah. he goes agile and quick, avoid the blows, does pretends to go like to jump over Wapple, but it's a fake out, right? Wapple's completely fooled. And then you do the classic uppercut. What's it called? Like something Clovis? Do you remember the name of the move? I do not. <laughs> but it's that classic uppercut that I love because it's the hoof of the reindeer. Well, is form. it Cloven hoof? I don't remember. I remember something Cloven. Cloven something. I'm not sure. <laughs> but he does that move and just knocks Wapple through Chopper the ceiling. Chopper doesn't like... He never, his named moves never stick, stuck around. Yeah, know? it's more like the forms kind of stick. Like uh, yeah. intelligence form or like agile form. Even, I, even then I'm getting the names wrong. It's, yeah, and like brain co- point, like the kung fu point, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But what I love is just that, because Luffy still does his final, like, bazooka move that I absolutely love, where he sends Wapple flying off the island. But at that point, Wapple's defeated, so I still give the movie credit for saying, no, Chopper defeated him. Luffy just right. finished him off, right? Because, but Wapple was already done. He just sent him flying away. So that was fantastic. I got a lot of satisfaction from that. Because if you're making a movie, and you're doing a, a literal what if, and you're making slight changes, then do the change where if that main character of focus did not do the final blow, make him do the final blow. It's so satisfying for the fans who yeah. wanted Chopper to get the highlight. And Chopper did. So that was immensely satisfying, especially because Chopper Kingdom did not Just the, the action, that. just the whole action scene in general was improved. Oh, absolutely. Like, I was talking about how the mushroom fight sequence felt like Dragon Ball Z. That wasn't a negative. That felt like good quality Dragon Ball Z fighting. It was like movie much quality. better than the original Wapole fight. Mm, exactly. Um, I still love Wapple, but yeah, the action was kind of stale, even in the manga. Um, because he had the potential to be much more intimidating and fright- frightening, because he can literally eat and transform in anything. But in the original series, yeah, it's just like he eats a cannon. Or, like, the worst thing he does is eat his own crew if he did eat Chess and the other guy. Um, but I also just like, yeah, but he doesn't eat anything else crazier than that. He doesn't, um go further than that. In this movie, he eats his own brother, like that former heir, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus! He even gets the hairdo and everything. Uh, I actually did look up, too, because I was wondering, like, why does Mushroom actually look like he fits and not like some weird OC? He was actually designed by Oda. I looked up the uh, the wiki really? for this that movie. Yeah, o- Oda designed Mushroom to be like a what-if brother scenario, and I was like, alright, that works out. Because Mushroom was, just had that design, too, where it's just like, you love to hate this guy, kind of like, um... Oh, I'm blinking on his name. Uh, noble dude that's with uh, Kobe right now. What's his name? Haircut dude. Oh, Helmeppo. 
Helmet Bow, yeah. He reminded me of Helmet Bow. He had that same hairstyle and everything where I'm just like, oh my god, just fucking get him out of my sight. And it's bright pink, too, so you can't look away. Because <laughs> it kicks yeah. your attention. I'm just like, god damn it. And you're, you're don't, don't distracted by the fact that he has, like, dark facial hair, too. So it's like, is that a wig? Is that your facial hair genes is completely different from your hair? <laughs> Again, like, everything about this design is like, it's intended for you to hate this guy. Speaking but... of outfits... Uh-huh. Tell me about the straw hats. And why these designers love Usopp so damn much. <laughs> why do they love Usopp so much? This that man is... is dripping every movie. <laughs> oh my god, bro. In the beginning, he had, like, the blue short sleeve hoodie. And, like, mm. the, I guess, like, kind of like an arm warmer with, like, the blue and white stripes. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then he had another, his snow outfit, too, was the green kind of, I think, right? Like, the green and yellow like it almost almost felt like a just a over coat version of that outfit in from movie six when they were on the 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 boats yeah remember it did overcoat version of that almost um i did like usopp's fit a lot i think the winner though is actually robin as much as we said that those characters were just in the background doing nothing robin's snow outfit was really good too just like yeah was really good in dark blues and purples yeah i understand that because i think she had yoga pants and like the blue overcoat to go yep. with it. I'm just like, that's simple, but you know, it's really good. You can't go wrong with yoga pants. <laughs> um, if they were, I actually don't remember if they were yoga pants or if they were just like, you know, black pants for yeah, the winter. Yeah, it was like slim it, black pants. Yeah, still. It, was, it was hard to tell. It was in the winter. For the style, oh. it works regardless. Yeah. Um, oh. Honestly, Frankie too. I'm not gonna lie. Frankie, Frankie was looking pretty good. Frankie is his own tier because he's always gonna be wearing that Speedo. Yeah, it's more, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like more, how much do you like his top, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you'll have like an overcoat, an overcoat or a winter coat for the situation, but he'll still wear that speedo, and he wants everyone to know he's wearing a speedo. Um, so like going forward, if we're writing drip for Frankie, it's more like how about his hair, and what about his speedo? <laughs> it's not I, gonna I have be... to put Usopp number one dripper for me. Just I'm not. Man. I'm not arguing against that. I'm not arguing against that. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Like the, he has like a yellow, almost looks like a scarf, kind of in his winter outfit, and the earmuffs and the cap. With oh uh, yeah, he's just dripping all throughout this movie. So that wasn't the same what he wore at Drum Island because I actually don't remember what, exactly what they wore at Drum Island. I remember them wearing coats and stuff. I don't remember the exact outfits though. I, I don't either, but I know it wasn't this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't this colorful. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, that's why I think Robin stood out for me more because again, she wasn't there. But for all I know, that's what Vivi wore, right? And then Robin's just wearing the clothes. No, no, no. Vivi wore like a big, fluffy green coat with a scarf. I remember. Okay, okay. It's hard for me to remember because the manga is just black and white. Right. But yeah, um, not arguing against Usopp on that one there. Uh, a li- another change too, because again, it's focusing Real a quick. lot more. Oh, Sorry, Zoro's uh, Zoro's like tracksuit kind of shirt, like an active, like it's like a yellow with the red stripes down the arms. That was <laughs> dope, and he's wearing the black jeans. That ooh, that looked good. He looked so oh, good in that. Was that was that when he was working out? Uh, no, that was after him and Frankie were on the island. And they got like when they took the the what's it called the sled the ski thing. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Actually, you're right. Okay, I just remember that. That was like the best singular outfit, but Usopp had like <laughs> several good outfits. Yeah, it's like sorry, unfortunately, it's the best Zoro has ever looked. But Usopp's taking the spotlight again. Honestly, sorry, bro. <laughs> Zoro looked really good in that outfit. <laughs> like sorry, like because even in movie six, Zoro was just in the background in terms of, like the the drip meter, and then this one he actually has a pretty good look. But again, he's just overshadowed, unfortunately. He did have uh, that really cool fight scene, which we didn't mention because it was also extra. But when they when they were fighting uh, 
the Wapple Pirates. Zoro's fight scene was really cool. Yeah, sorry, the Frankie stole the spotlight from me. Actually, he was wearing that outfit during the fight scene, I think. <laughs> sorry, again, Frankie just stole the spotlight from me. I see cyborgs do cool cyborg shit, <laughs> like pulling three ships at once. I'm just like, yeah, bro, sorry, you actually yeah. <laughs> Zoro was actually like, they were kind of flexing, I felt like. Oh, they were absolutely flexing. They were, this, this was like, okay, no, you guys are as strong as you were back in the real series, Drum Island, but we are as strong as we are after E's lobby, so it's definitely not even a competition even Honestly, more so now. i think i think that zoro and frankie fight scene might have looked better than the ending fight scene now that i think about it uh, it looked really good there was more scope with the zoro and frankie scene because again it we just, have like the fleet and the ships i felt like the maybe just the camera angles as well the zoro's movement looked really good and clean in that fight when he's like slicing and dicing through like the wapples minions mm-hmm and then, again, just anything that involves, like, people actually boarding and attacking on pirate ships is what I always want more of in One Piece. Right. That's why I also love the movie 4. So, in that one, we get to see Frankie's version where, again, I'm sorry, I just love that part so much where he's just <laughs> popping the three ships. I'm not trying to throw shit on Zoro. Zoro's doing Zoro stuff. He cut up one ship so cleanly. It was great. But he was also next to Frankie, and I'm sorry, Frankie is just my type of action. <laughs> I think I've mentioned that before. Dude, I guess so, because that scene was like two minutes of Zoro like doing awesome stuff, and then ten seconds of Frankie shooting a cannon. <laughs> and it, hey, hey, he didn't just shoot a cannon, okay? And you're I, like I, that Frankie hey, scene. I, I, already, I already said this three times. I'm going to say for a fourth time. He strong righted through three ships, yeah, motherfucker. Like, I, I, I literally got it on my screen right now. This has been legitimately two minutes, and Frankie's been on on screen for like 10 seconds Listen, this whole Justin, fight. I don't want you Zoro slicing ships Frankie, okay? after the, he does a dragon <laughs> twister that destroys a second ship I think Frankie has some some stuff after that but overall I think that was a Zoro scene I'm gonna d- agree to disagree on this was, I, I liked it I the strong right through the ships was awesome I'm glad that Frankie got his moments too and I also actually just love that uh, combo it's a combo I don't think we've ever really gotten to see them yeah. fighting together the chemistry together yep exactly um I think for me, when Zoro does his fight sequences, I think for me it's more entertaining when he fights one on one. I think that's why also why I didn't stand out as much because he does his one on one fight sequences. They're like the best in One Piece. I see. Um, I disagree. I like seeing Zoro flex on lesser swordsmen. I like seeing him like dance, weave through the battlefield, really fuck some people up. You know, mm. that's what I like to see from Zoro. I think I don't like it as much because when I think back on those scenes, I think back to Fishman Island and he makes the twister, right? And then I just go, why can't Nami do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it distracts me, right? It takes me out of the hype moment because then I'm questioning, wait, Oda, why didn't you make Nami do that? And then have Zoro just do more grounded sword attacks. Why is he doing twister weather shit? I remember it's stuff kind of like the that. same thing with, well, Frankie, I like his one on I like Zoro's one on ones too, as well, obviously, but I kind of feel the same about Frankie. Like, I really just like seeing him mow people down, you know, like, like he yeah. did in this movie. Fra- yeah, Frankie makes a lot of sense because he literally has later on General Frankie, which is literally designed to be like, hey, here's a tank with AoE fire blasts and laser, ble- laser beams. This is meant to take down multiple people. That's probably why I like that fight scene so much. It's both of them doing what I love seeing them do. Oh, absolutely. But I'm still saying Frankie took the spotlight on that. Not Zoro. <laughs> I think I think they easily took the spotlight of the movie. I'll agree with you there. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say the whole movie. I still like the mushroom uh, uh, Luffy I fight think sequence. They got it. For for me, I like that scene the best. Okay, yeah, uh, that w- that's more understandable because again, the mushroom fight sequence was one on one. It's a movie OC character. You had a lot of Dragon Ball Z sound effects in there. Um, 
So, yeah, it depends. But I really did like when Luffy went to gear two and just cleaned up that fight. That was pretty satisfying. Um, and then Chopper doing the final blow. Uh, oh, everything involving Little Garden was taken out, too. Because they just say Nami just got bit right, somehow, somewhere. That. Yeah. They don't mention that they were on, like, this ancient island with ancient diseases, right, from Kiraha. Instead, it's just, oh, you just got bit by a... You just got bit by a bug. You would have been dead in five days. Like, they cut out the little side stuff, but that's Yeah, whatever. that's fine. That's fine. On a personal note, I was a little sad that they took out one of the funniest scenes in Drum Island, where Nami and Wapple had an interaction, where Wapple goes, hey, are you a straw hat? And she goes, no. Okay, then. And then she's, like, she's trying <laughs> yeah. to walk away. But then Wapple starts chasing after her, like, slowly and then quicker. Yeah. And then you cut to the panel where she's just, like, screaming, help! <laughs> but Wapple's just chasing her down. Yeah. And then she uses that opportunity to steal the armory key. They t- they cut out that part entirely. Um, instead, what they use to negotiate to get off the island quicker rather than the armory key is the antidote that the doctors, the 20 doctors, they trusted with the straw hats for whatever reason. They gave it to Robin. And well, they gave it like, to Dalton. Right. Okay. Right, right, right. And then Dalton gave it to Robin and yeah. Usopp when they caught up. That's true. That's true. Never mind. Um, and then... Yeah, then they use the antidote to cure Luffy when Luffy's about to get poisoned by the spores. Because, man, Luffy is poisoned a lot in this series. He I mean, it makes sense really they're pirates. Is. Like, they're pirates, it makes sense, but it's also, like, Luffy particularly. Honestly, <laughs> it's, okay, like, where are you getting these poisons, though? Are you, are you restocking at every market? Are you growing it yourself? I don't well, see mu- plants on a lot of ships. Where, where's Mushroom. all this poison coming from? Mushroom. This guy, it makes sense. I mean, I guess yeah. it's almost always a devil fruit when you think about it. Yeah, for Mushroom's case, they didn't explain like how it works exactly because with the Impel Down guy, they mentioned that oh, his side effect is he has to go to the bathroom and have his diarrhea nonstop. It's actually a really pretty power if you think about it. Um, and then the next time it happens, it's in Wano, if I recall. Uh, yeah, Wano at the prison, right, where the guy is like literally doing like poison bullets from Queen, I think, and firing at the prisoners, and Luffy takes the blows. Uh-huh. Um, and then this movie. <laughs> Luffy is poisoned uh, by mushroom by the spores, but he gets the antidote right away. So you can you can cancel out that antidote. Yeah, uh, you can cancel out that poison factor. Because <laughs> I still remember in Impel Down, they said that Luffy probably has a shorter lifespan now because he had a brute force through that poison from you know the the warden. So I wonder if they're actually going to bring that up now. That I think about it. But um, yeah, Luffy just loves to be poisoned, whether he likes to <laughs> likes to be poisoned or not. Um. There was one, however, major change that I actually wanted to bring up with you, because I know that, well, obviously, I mean, you know what I mean, but um, there's a big part of Chopper's flashback, because again, like, if, you've, if you've read the anime, you read the manga, it's basically almost one-to-one the same, but the part that I want to bring up is the Hero Lux backstory, the, the beginning portion of it, because I remember bringing this up with you, because I know that I feel like Hiroluck would have been a very controversial, if not disliked, character because of how much of a scumbag he was. Right. And in this movie, they cut down on how much scummy shit he did, and they cut right to when he's talking to Kiraha on the bridge. Because in the manga, they straight up show him failing at these treatments by himself, and he's straight up, like, giving patients, like, seizures, and they're, like, frothing at the mouth. He's stealing their money in front of their weeping children, and then taking off. Like, and then he's just, like, counting, like, only 14 bucks. Man, what a poor guy or whatever. Like, he, like, Oda did not yeah, look back he, on Yeah, he looked really bad. Yeah. And so in this movie, they still show that. Like, they show the part where he and Chopper are, like, still doing the business. And then he's still taking the money. But 
they really watered down that scumminess. Do you think they did that as a response to people not liking Hero Luck? Or do you think that was still just to make the highlight more about Chopper and less about Hero Luck? Like I said, as far as I recall or know, there was not a huge outcry of Hero there wasn't? Luck. Okay. I, I, I would assume have it was just was. done to cut some time. I mean, okay. obviously, he does. He does look bad. People agree that he doesn't look like a great person. But we, th- I think, generally throughout the flashback, he improves, right? As he gets to meet Chopper, and yeah, and that's but that's why I love the original version was because yeah, he does improve to be a better person, but he's still doing like horrible doctor treatments. Like he's still failing, right. right? He's still horribly failing, but he's still kind of having these adventures with Chopper. And I thought that was the point of that backstory was because Chopper had to socially grow because he's mentally a child. And he has to go, he has to try and figure out the difference between, like, someone who's very hopeful and ideological and kind, but also a terrible doctor with hero luck, and then someone who's, like, very pragmatic and cold, but they're also incredibly fucking skilled, and that's Kiraha. And so Chopper's like trying to take the best of both worlds, and I thought emphasizing those core, like, scummy factors of hero luck, but uh-huh. Chopper only seeing the good in him, I felt like that was actually really well done in the manga. But at the same time, what we still got was still incredibly effective because at the end of the day, I still got those heavy themes of like Chopper, like just trying to like get the best of both worlds. So I also like I'm not too offended by the fact that they watered down Hirlux's backstory, uh-huh. but uh, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I felt like it would have been like a bigger issue to bring up or something like that. Because again, it was like, it was such a big part of Drum Island originally. Yeah, I I understand if they they cut it down a little bit because like I agree with you that in the themes remain pretty much intact in this. Oh, movie. absolutely, yeah. But yeah, it's just everything about Hero Luck. So okay, I guess I was overthinking about that personal. So because I thought that was like the biggest change the movie made in terms of like actual differences to the actual manga. Because again, Hero Luck is scummy, but he's not like absolute I, asshole I might scumbag. Just be desensitized to it because I'm thinking the anime made him a little. They changed it a little bit as well. Oh, they did. What yeah. they did in the anime. Did it make him worse or, like, watered down as well? I think it was. it's more like this, a little bit watered down and cut out most of it. Or not most okay. of it, but some of it, you know? Okay. So it actually does make me think, then, that maybe just at people at Toei are thinking, like, okay, that's too much. Let's water it down a bit. Because Oda was like, no, I'm not holding that. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this guy's an absolute scumbag. But, yeah, I guess people at Toei, again, movie-wise, it makes sense, right? Anime, that actually, I wonder why, because anime, I always thought they were always trying to find ways to pad the runtime, not, like, cut. Whereas, in this case, I don't know. All right, let's just want to bring it up. So, I think that's it for all the differences in the movie. Were there anything else that, oh, the, there's a small part with the Lopins, right? Where (laughs) the Lopins, Luffy, and Sanji, they fought each other, but... Right, we, get... we, said, we noticed that in this moment, or in this movie, Luffy still had the, like, where he rescued, like, the mom or dad mm-hmm. or whatever it was, but that and moment that... never came back around like it yeah. did originally, just because they didn't that... have time for it. Yeah, and that's I, what... I, I still appreciated it. Luffy's just that kind of guy, you know? He didn't need it to come back around. That's not why he did it. It also reminds me that the, uh, the episode of Arabasa didn't show the Kung Fu Dugongs at all, and I got super mad about that. They were essential to the plot. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll come back around, bro. Just, just wait. <laughs> the last I time believe. I saw those little dudes, it was the pre-chapter art with them training with Koala. That was the last time we saw those little guys. Uh, so great. I fully yeah. believe they'll make an appearance in the main story again. Maybe they are the One Piece after all. So, in conclusion... Um, I think that's it, right? With the differences in the movie. Um, yeah. overall, yeah, really fun, solid movie. 
Uh, I do recommend watching this, even if you've read the manga, uh, watched the anime. The production value is there most of the time. But it's there when it really counts, right? The emotional moments with Chopper, that backstory are beautifully well done. Everything is well paced. I kind of missed... I know it's weird, but I kind of missed the the cheers on the ship when they all you know when they welcome chopper to the crew yeah they cut out before that i, it, I was kind of looking forward to seeing that even more jovial because now frankie's here robin here. it's an even bigger crew it's an even mm-hmm. bigger welcome so i felt a little chumped that we didn't get that at the end but yeah but at the same time where the movie ended it was again because it focuses entirely more on chopper rather than the straw hats and so where the movie ends is appropriate for a chopper ending where you see the Sakura blossom right from the cannon fire and the, you know, here looks. I, I feel like that's tied together, though, don't you? You know, with like the real getting I do, into the crew. But I can see why they did that. You know, I can see why it's it's similar to like, again, like the watering down of here looks backstory or changing right. little things. Again, I can see why. It's, again, it's like it's not necessary for this movie. you know. <laughs> yeah. What I would have preferred is that if the credit sequence you know, while the credits are rolling, then you had the the hippie parade, like "Welcome to the Crew Chopper" moment. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, also, just extra production value. But yeah, so despite the weird like what ifs, like they didn't really change that much. Mushroom was the biggest change, like visually with the movie. Um, it's still thematically true. It's wonderfully put together. Uh, I still recommend watching it. I'd say it's like a seven out of ten. Solid. I, I was gonna great. say seven as well. I liked it a lot. It's quite good. Yep. And again, it <laughs> makes episode of Arabasta even less worth watching because that's a horrible adaptation. Even when you just put it out in comparison to this one, yeah, yeah, very unfortunate. But <laughs> episode chopper exists. It does also give me hope that the other episode ofs in the future are of this quality, or at least closer to this quality. Because episode of Arabasta, it was like their first one, their first attempt. I think it's okay. the only episode of Nami to go, right? Yeah, uh, episode of Nami. No, there's a couple. Uh, from what I've seen, it's not part of the movie list because we have the theatrical release list of movies. Um, episode of Nami is not on that list. I think they switched the episode that was, of that was like, a TV special. Special, right? Yeah, they were TV specials. I think from this point on. So, because I know there's episode of Luffy, there's episode of Skypia, episode of Mary. I think is on there too. Um, episode of Nami. There's a few episode ofs, but I think we can actually wait until after the actual movies are done, because I actually want to jump into the movies, because from what I hear... Yeah, we'll, we'll see if we want to get to those. You know, Maybe we'll do a peep at them. Uh, uh, we'll definitely peep at the Nami one, that's for damn sure. We're doing but, that one. That one for yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but my point is, because from what I hear at this point on, because the next movie is One Piece Strong World, and at this yes! point on... What? From Justin's <laughs> expression, <laughs> no spoilers, man. From what I hear already, the movies from this point on are pretty fucking good. So, and not just Strong World. Like apparently, all the rest of the movies have like yeah. that production also, movie now quality. available on Netflix, including this movie. You can watch it on Netflix US. They just got added Strong World I, as well. I, I saw that yesterday, last night. I retweeted. It. I was just I like, rewatched wow. it last night <laughs> on Netflix. I can watch it in bed. It was awesome. God damn, dude. Uh, yeah, they just ain't holding back from this one. <laughs> it's just like it's good, it's good, it's good. Um, yeah. So next episode we'll be covering Strong World. Um, from what I hear, it's like a three out of ten movie. Low expectations. This is, I- I'll tell you straight up. So far, this is my favorite One Piece movie. So like I said, low expectations. Yeah, I like <laughs> no this one, one a lot. No one has seen this movie. It's in the background. It's like the it's at the uh the discount bin at Blockbuster. If for the Zoomers who don't know what Blockbuster is, just think old school Netflix in person. And it's just available for like two bucks. That's it. Um, 
Yeah, this is the point also, for full disclosure, the point where I have seen the next coming movies. I've seen all of them now. Oh, okay, you have seen them. Okay, Yeah, okay, I've okay. seen Strong World, I've seen Gold, and I've seen Stampede, the next. Oh, yeah. I think that's all of them. So these last ten episodes were you catching up on the older movies, basically? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha, now gotcha. I'm caught up, let's go. Yeah, now I'm fully caught up, motherfucker. So, yeah, so if you want to check out what we're doing, uh, where can they find you, Justin? You can find me on Twitter at Jitsu, J-I-T-S-Z-U. Hit me up, let's talk about some One Piece. But not the spoiler of 1044, because I am not reading them anymore. I'm waiting oh. for the full Friday release. Yeah, so this might be... Yeah, this will still be relevant when the episode comes out. But I, yeah, like, I want to discuss it with people in our Discord. You know, I don't want to get it early and be waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for Fridays now. Absolutely. So this episode will come out in time. So if you're watching this the day of the episode's release, which I think is, what, Wednesday? Like the day before, like the first scans come out. Yeah. 1044 spoilers have already been trending on Twitter or social media. So if you want to be safe, just log out. Put of social on your media. Twitter filters and yeah, don't go on Reddit if you're on the Reddit. Yeah, just avoid everything. Avoid one. You probably want to avoid YouTube as well because some of those thumbnails might be killer. Oh god, all the the big bold text and the red arrows going. Oh my mm -hmm. god, OMG. Tread, but tread if lightly. You, but if you're crazy and you're not logging off Twitter, you can follow also me <laughs> at <laughs> Jacob Miranda on Twitter. That's J C O B M E R E N D A, all lowercase. Um, we also have our Patreon up. Uh, you don't have to donate anything, but you can still join our Discord if you want, because we just want to get people joining and talking about One Piece, anything anime, manga-related stuff. So far, it's been really fun over there. Those people that have been in there, it's been dope. Thanks for coming by. Oh, thank you for the memes. Oh, thank you so much for the memes. <laughs> you, know who, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, we also, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we have our Patreon up. Um, if you want to contribute to help us keep this as a ongoing project, thank you very much for that. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify, please do so. We love the feedback. Love to know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. We can adjust accordingly or keep Did up. Did you say the Patreon link? Patreon.com slash OP is OP. Simple. Oh, yeah. For the audio only people <laughs> like yeah. who need to hear the link. And the link will also be in the description. Absolutely as well. Um, anything else? Other I than that is it. I'm very excited for next week. Wait, mm. other than what? Well, I was just gonna, yeah, I was just going to say that, other than I'm probably going to be watching Strong World immediately, because from what I hear, it's a really good movie. Yeah, and I look forward to discussing it with everyone next week, and we will see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>